Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. You cannot do something that was a curse word in our house. And that was something that we blocked early on. You know, don't come in here saying can't. It's not allowed. They were positive. You you can accomplish anything you put your mind to as long as you work hard at it. They taught us nothing is going to come easy and nothing's going to be for free. And not to want anything that came easy to us. Like, you shouldn't feel good about that. Like, you should feel good about really working hard and earning something. When the children are young, you start off with that process of setting the bar high. Letting them know, first of all, that they are as good or better than anybody. Derek would be focused. He always, when really young, wanted to be a baseball player, baseball player. As long as my mind will allow me to go back, that was the dream. I started playing baseball because, you know, my dad played baseball. He was shortstop at Fisk University. He tells me all the time that he was much better, much better defensive player than I was. And I was pretty good. I was a good field, no hit type of shortstop. My dad never let me win a thing. Nothing. I mean, well, we'd be playing checkers, the price is right. Showcase showdown before I went to afternoon kindergarten class. I just remember, I mean, how am I supposed to know the price of a microwave? And I'm taking great pride in, in beating him on the price of right. And I'm up there waving my fist like I really beat somebody. That was the lesson he was teaching me that, look, life isn't always fair. You know, if you want something, you have to work at it. You know, it's not going to be given to you. I think it's borderline child abuse. <laughs> I became a Yankee fan because I used to spend every summer at my grandparents' house, and my grandmother was a huge Yankee fan. I remember being in her front yard in full Yankee uniform, playing wiffle ball and um, breaking windows, and she was okay with it. My mom was a diehard Yankee fan. My mom always tells the stories of her cutting out of school, going to Babe Ruth's funeral. Fifth consecutive world championship. She taught them all how to play baseball. My brother would drive them to Yankee games. That was family time for us. You know, finding something that you love to do and then finding a team that you love to root for, that's how we got a little bit closer over our love affair with the New York Yankees. As long as I can remember, I wanted to be shortstop for the New York Yankees. I looked up to all the Yankees, Donnie and Willie, Reggie, I mean all the Yankees, and, and, uh, but Dave was my guy. 3-1 pitch to Winfield, in deep to right center field, way back by Mark. Dave Winfield was my favorite player, drafted in all three sports, six foot six, larger than life. Winfield right on the money, and it's got it. I was playing for the Yankees, and they came to a game in Detroit, and they happened to be by the bus as we were about to leave town. I stopped and spoke briefly and touched base with Derek and his dad. You never know how a moment in time, just being the player I was, the person I was, that one way or another you've impacted their life. Winfield's offensive exploits and willingness to hustle on every play has made him a fan favorite. A favorite, that is, to every fan except George Steinbrenner. Dave Winfield once again finds himself doing combat with George Steinbrenner. This is certainly no new story. I was aware. Yeah, I was aware. I didn't want any details. So I never went out of my way to try to find out what, what, what went on with the two, and I never asked either one of them. Maybe it's because I just don't want to know. Dave Winfield becomes the highest paid athlete in sports today. There's only one problem with making the most money. When you, 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 you're harnessed up and you're the team that pulls the cart, your fanny sticks up the highest. And you feel the whip more often. Right? That's right. And all eyes are on you. You get whipped a little more often. If you can handle it, you got a big fanny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can handle it. I do know what caused the issues between George Steinbrenner and I. I had to file a lawsuit because they weren't 
pain of uh, <laughs> the money that was owed to me in my contract. The boss has been attacking Winfield ever since his dismal 1981 World Series performance. Calling him Mr. May and claiming that he wasn't a winner. When George decided you were an enemy, somebody to go after, he never really left. Like, he was relentless. The kind of people who would get George's ear consistently might not be the finest church-going folk in the world. Howard Spear is a name you're going to be hearing a lot over the next several months. He received $40,000 from George Steinbrenner in exchange for information on Dave Winfield. I gave George all the information and all the dirt that he needed to destroy Dave Winfield and his reputation. You know, his obsession with Winfield ends up costing him the team. It is one nothing Yankees. We're in the top of the fourth. I don't know how to exactly report this while doing a ball game, but I'm going to try. Yankee owner George Steinbrenner had agreed to resign as managing general partner of the club for his dealings with gambler Howard Spira. And that means that there will be someone new to run the Yankees. You're hearing fans applaud the decision. Isn't this amazing? Uh, I thought I'd come down for a few moments to show you that I am not remorseful, I'm not in shock. Uh, actually, I feel uh, pretty good about things. Uh, but our new general manager and vice president will be Gene Michael. I couldn't be happier than I am with this man. Okay, you're on. That decision that George makes on the way out with Stick is a big deal. Stick had a baseball savantism to him. You know, you might not want to talk about politics or current events with Gene Michael, but Gene Michael could look at a baseball player and know a lot about him. Man, our team at Cowboys Ascension, and I say this respectfully, we were not good at all. Even our Little League All-Star teams, you know, the dream was to go to the Little League World Series. Man, we never even won a game in the Little League All-Stars. There's a skepticism against the cold-weather high school player. How many talented players are you really playing against? How many 92-mile-an-hour fastballs are you really facing? You know, a lot of people laugh and say, hey, you know, no one from Kalamazoo is going to make it to the major leagues. No one from Kalamazoo is going to play shortstop for the New York Yankees. And I'm, you know, you're like, F you, you know what I mean? You can't do it. You're going to tell me I can't do it, you know? Sorry, you can't reach my dream, but I am. And I'm going to do everything in my power to prove you wrong. Some people don't like when you say you can't do something. I love it personally because I'll prove you wrong and I'm a big I told you so person and when I see you I'll say I told you you know what I mean that's just how I'm wired he's 15 years old he's got a gold NY necklace that he wears he would tell you I'm gonna be the shortstop for the Yankees and it wasn't bragging it was just matter of fact at the time my impression was you're crazy if he wants to dream, I'm, who am I? Who am I to tell him you can't be a baseball player? When teachers or friends say, hey, you gotta feed these kids, you know, realistic thoughts. Like, what the heck are you talking about? Our parents instilled early on, always that we had to work harder. So if all your friends have to do, you know, two nights a week, on their own, then you've got to do it three or four times a week to prove to your coach that you're just as good. We had to endure some cold, cold winters. He had this contraption in his garage, the way where he'd hit the ball and, you know, there'd be a net. Be in there countless hours. You know, if you, if you got to his house and he hadn't finished that, uh, you know, you knew, hey, it's no finish. Getting his reps in. I'm hyper-focused, man, and that's on anything. I set my mind to something, I'll do anything to make it happen. USA Today, every year, would have the high school All-American team. And I would tell my parents, I said, I'm going to be on this one day. Johnny Damon was the number one rated high school player. I didn't know Johnny, but his name now is in my head. So, so it's like, you know, all right, well, I'm going to get up there where Johnny is. I was always going to set a goal, and I was going to set a goal high. I didn't want to be the best player in Kalamazoo. I didn't want to be the best player in Michigan. 
I wanted to be the best player in high school baseball, and um, I was able to do it. Derek Jeter from Kalamazoo Central High School. He's another kid with a bright future, so said the scout. I always love playing in front of people. People, period. I don't care if you were a scout or if you were just a fan. I felt like I was performing. And the more people, the better. Gave me a chance to show off, right? Everybody's watching now. Scouts from 20 major league teams. I started writing about Derek when he started getting national acclaims that, you know, totally impressed with all his physical and mental tools. Well-rounded academically as well as athletically. Phenomenal basketball player. I mean, he certainly could have been a college player. He could throw it up from anywhere. There was never a shot that he didn't like. He showed outstanding instincts and what we later saw to be grace at shortstop. And he exuded that in a way that most kids don't. We know that Derek has a lot of talent as far as baseball. So what a lot of people don't know is that Derek is a better person than he is a ball player. T-Pain, Jay Yang, only one of you can be our spokesperson, so let's see what you got. Oh yeah, HelloFresh makes it easy. And they got endless recipes. Our customers save big. What would you do with the extra cash? A sweet lime green car, of course. Right, are you adventurous in the kitchen? How's this for adventurous? Nah, man. You gotta get with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash EZ17 and use code EZ17 to claim this offer. I came from a low-income family that was that were struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life. And I just want to get things done the way I want with a good education. I'm Stacy and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Meet Away's iconic suitcases, redesigned. With even more traveler-friendly features. In new colors, inspired by the world. Designed to stand out. Blend in. And look good everywhere you go. More color, more luggage, more travel. Away. Shop at awaytravel.com. Ready to take your business to the next level? Scale it with the commerce platform made for entrepreneurs. Shopify is specially designed to help you grow your business with easy customizable themes that let you build your brand. Marketing tools that get your products out there. Yeah, way out there. Shipping solutions that actually save you time. And that's just the beginning. From startups to scale-ups, online, in person, and on the go. Shopify, your all-in-one commerce platform. September is here, and the push for the postseason is heating up. Yeah. Oh, Bucks, game time, home run. Give us next level superstars. This is premier baseball. They definitely expect us to win. A lot of hard work, a lot of determination to get back. Oh my God, he caught it! <laughs> what a show! Rockies, Giants. The chase for a wild card spot continues on Sunday Night Baseball. Football is back. Got your new fantasy team name? Check. Jersey? Check. Grill? Check. Fancy grill. Backyard party? Check. Passport? Check. Troy and Joe? Check. Bro and bro? Check. Chips and dip? Check. Bella? Check. Every emotion in the emotion burst all season long. Check, baby. Time for a new season of heart-pounding plays, yes, yes. electrifying games, oh, what a football game. 
and all the thrills. It's time to ignite the passion. Because the next chapter of the greatest story ever played is here. And there's no better feeling. Continues Labor Day weekend on ESPN and ABC. It was rough times. A season better forgotten by the Yankees. When George Steinbrenner was suspended, you know, the, the organization was kind of uh, in an abyss. He would be late getting to the ballpark. But Mel Hall showed up in the clubhouse with two Cougar Cubs. Pascal Perez decided not to show up for spring training. He was playing dominoes in the Dominican when they found him drinking a beer. When I came on to the team in the early 90s, it was a tough environment. I did feel a certain amount of, uh, you know, tough love. Players that have a profound impact. One, Mr. Don Mattingly. He was one of my biggest advocates. Man, did I look up to him. I mean, he was our shining light. He just carried himself the way you'd want the face of your franchise to carry himself. There were some lean years there for a little bit, to say it the least. But I think stick in development, you know, that dynamic changed a little bit. Gene Michael held essentially every job you could hold in the Yankee organization. And the thing that I think Stick did as well as anyone was evaluate talent. This guy saw things that other people didn't see. He was obviously assessing the five-tool package that you hear scouts typically talk of, but then he'd go to that sixth arena. Makeup and competitive nature and intellect ability to focus and concentrate was a big word he would always use was the word concentrate with george steinbrenner being suspended by baseball for a couple of years so he his hands are out right his dirty hands are out of the pie so now they're drafting guys like Bernie. now available in an ice cold 12 pack a real woman could stop you from drinking it has to be a real big woman 1037 the buzz stars from other teams right away and make us winners again and you had two figures at the top of those chains. G. Michael knew how to acquire talent. Buck Showalter knew how to mold talent. Stick was so far ahead of his time. We had so many guys that got it. They could see it in a player. And uh, with Derek, I heard a lot of people talk, and I'd watch some tape, and I'd seen the reports. I loved all the peripheral stuff about him. I remember how impressed I was with his mom and dad. You know, and knowing the backbone they both had to have, you know, an interracial marriage. And I was going, okay. There's so many things that challenge guys in the big leagues and so many things that challenge them in New York City. I felt that Derek had a chance to, to really not have that be a factor in his life because of his upbringing. Okay, if we're ready to go then with the first round, 1992 draft. The, the Yankees looked at Derek as being clearly, you know, one of the best players in the draft. And at the outset of that draft, there wasn't a lot of hope in their eyes that he was going to fall to them. Back then, things were different. It's not televised. It's not a big deal. You get a phone call. I told all of my friends and relatives, don't call at this certain period of time because I'm, I hope to get a call. I was supposed, right? supposed to be drafted first or fifth is what I was told. The Houston Astros have the number one pick. The scout who covered that area was Hal Newhauser, very respected scout. Hal Newhauser was a two-time MVP, 1944 and 45. Hal Newhauser told the Astros, Derek Jeter is going to be the centerpiece of championship teams for years to come. Houston selects Levin. Philip Jay, a third baseman from Cal State University in Ford. First pick is to Houston, it's Philip J. Nevin. Hal said, if I can't convince that team to take Derek Jeter, I can't convince anybody of anything. And so after about 50 years in baseball, he just decided to retire. Cleveland. Cleveland selects Chewy, right-handed pitcher from University of North Carolina. Montreal. Montreal selects Billy Pollock, left-handed pitcher, Mississippi State University. Baltimore. Baltimore selects Hammonds, Jeffrey B. Stanford University. Jeffrey B. Hammonds, 
They get to number five, it's the Cincinnati Reds. Gene Bennett had scouted that area. He sees Jeter, he's like, this is perfect. This is Barry Larkin too. Gene Bennett believes to the day of the draft, they're gonna take him. Cincinnati. Cincinnati selects Matola, M-O-T-T-O-L-A. Charles Edward, outfielder, University of Central Florida. Charles E. Motolo. At the same exact time, the Yankee draft room explodes in cheers. The teams were picking college players instead of going for Derek as the top high school player. I called the house. I got a phone call from Paul Morgan, and he said, well, the first five picks have been announced. And my heart just sunk because I'm, I'm supposed to go first to fifth. And I hung up the phone and I went in the bathroom. I had no idea, honestly, I had no idea the Yankees even drafted six. New York Yankees. Yankees flag here. ER, shortstop, Central High School, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Jeter, J-E-T-E-R. Yankee selection is Derek Jeter, shortstop, Central High School in Kalamazoo. I picked up the phone. Of course, I act stupid. Derek, it's the New York Yankees. It's the Yankees. It's your you know, and I don't know what I was doing. The Yankees. All right. The Yankees, Charlie. The Yankees. All right. You know, because <laughs> that was his dream team. <laughs> That's his dream team. <laughs> okay, that would be great. Can you hold on a sec? I remember I had come home from school and then I had taken a nap, just had fallen asleep and then got up. So it was like kind of like almost like being in a in a dream state. It shocked all of us. Right, right. All growing up, all I saw him in was Yankee hats and Yankee jackets. That's all he wore. I'm proud of him. 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 I'm proud of you. I am really, hey, you deserve it, buddy. You deserve it. All right. Derek Jeter turned 18 years old just after he graduated from high school. This afternoon, the Yankees worked him out at the stadium. With his mom and dad looking on, Derek Jeter, the sixth player selected in this year's amateur draft, fielded ground balls at shortstop. I don't think I've really realized it yet. When I get home, I'll sit down and say, wow. Then he met some of the New York press. When I asked Derek Jeter when he thought he'd make it to the big leagues, as he posed with the bat, he said, I'll be here in three years. going towards rent. Oh yeah, that's going towards growth. And that's going towards a new bag. Your closet is worth more than you realize. Download the Poshmark app and start cashing in today. Tommy John has been dedicated to elevating underwear for over a decade. Now, we're proud to reveal our most premium men's underwear yet. This is Apollo. All new, ultra breathable, rigorously tested for durability and enhanced with exclusive dry release tech. We've upgraded the softness and the level of comfort. So don't be surprised if your confidence is upgraded too. Experience high-end for your rear end. Go to TommyJohn.com for 25% off site-wide. Show the world what it means to be a fan at Fanatics.com. The largest assortment of officially licensed college fan gear from more than 500 colleges. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. Yeah, I'm kind of in between opportunities at the moment. Question, how do you instantly earn approval? ESPN Fantasy Football. But I am the commissioner of my fantasy football league. Impressive. Thank you. Are your headlights underperforming when you need them most? Are they cloudy and oxidized, making your car look bad? Stop wasting your time with solutions that don't last. Cerakote's Headlight Restoration Kit restores weathered headlights back to light new and keeps them that way for life. Cerakote's kit includes everything you need to go from this to this. Simply wipe away oxidation, give them a light sanding, and apply the ceramic coating. That's it. They'll restore clarity, look great, and are guaranteed to last. Oh, wow, yeah, the difference. Oh, that's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. It's like a whole new airplane. 
Coat is a crystal clear coating that bonds to the surface, repelling the elements, and is long-lasting. With over 25,000 five-star reviews. I've been a detailer now for almost four decades. I've probably detailed about 25,000 cars. I've never come across a product that has the ease of use, the longevity, and the final result factor of Cerakote Satellite Restoration Kit. Buy any of Cerakote's number one selling ceramic products for under $20 at these leading retailers today. When I got down to Tampa, after I signed, walk in, everybody's looking at you because you're the number one pick. Get this huge signing bonus. It's 125 degrees down there. I'm already 155 pounds, probably losing more weight. Sprain my ankle, I get this ankle brace on, man, I look all jacked up, and uh, I'm playing terrible. You struggle and you're like, man, oh, I don't know if I can do this, you know? Those are real thoughts that are going through your head. I made a big mistake here, like a big mistake. I was completely overmatched. There's no way to sugarcoat it. I cried every day. I couldn't compete. You start to doubt yourself. Should I have gone to school? Call on my parents, can I give the money back? You know? They're like, no, nah, you're not giving that money back. As a parent, you always know when you get those phone calls, you know, when things went well, you didn't get it, you know, but when things don't go well, you get those phone calls. And that one night, uh, his mother was really down to it. Oh, but baby, you can come home. I, I'm saying, Doc, do not say that. <laughs> no, do not say that. I actually got promoted at the end of the year to go to Greensboro, our low A-ball affiliate. The only reason I got promoted was because they had two more weeks of games and they wanted me to continue to play. And I cried when I got promoted. I didn't want to go, I wanted to go home. You know, I was, I was hating. I was hating, here, here comes the first pick, walks inside the clubhouse. It's just this lean, lean kid, 6'3", wore his hat up with his hair in the front. I mean, and I, I was just hating. I remember he came in and first game, you know, made a couple of errors and I was like, man, you know, who is this, who is this guy? First time I met Andy, I go to Greensboro and his locker happened to be next to mine and I'm sitting there, I don't know what to say. I'm the new guy, right? And I, I looked at him and I was like, you know what? You, you remind me of my uncle. You look a little bit like my uncle. He just looked at me, turned back around and didn't say anything. I don't really remember it as good as apparently he does, but he tells, he tells me I kind of big legged him. I just kept it moving. <laughs> I kept it moving. It was a tough period and I wanted to go home. Kalamazoo is a wonderfully diverse community. In Kalamazoo. Basically, Midwestern values in Kalamazoo go hand in hand. What I always think of is the old work hard and good things happen. And people work hard here. It's really a good, basic Midwestern city. I had just come back to Kalamazoo. Me and a friend of mine had gone to Taco Bell. Walking back to the car, this car pulled up next to me, and then somebody said, take your car home to your parents, and he called me the N-word. And I remember, man, being so hurt by that because, you know, I'm so proud, I'm back in Kalamazoo, right? Finally made it, got drafted, and you're like, man, you know, this is a reality check. Kalamazoo, good Lord, have mercy. Charles told me we were going to be there for two years to get his master's degree. And um, we were there for 20-something years. But I always wanted to go home. When Charles was a student, trying to move from, like, family housing at the university to a better apartment. So we went to this place together, and all of a sudden, there's no room in the inn. Um, friend of mine said, no, no, I just called. There's availability. Go by yourself. So I went. They never checked. We got in. I know things that she went through when she first started working at a corporate job, not being able to put her family photo out, being asked to take it down, people not accepting her family. It's much different now. It's come a long way, but um, what I remember of it was just a very small town in the Midwest, racism can come in many forms. Some places you go, 
and it's obvious, it's in your face. Midwestern racism, it's so subtle. Housing discrimination. I'll hire you, but I'm not gonna pay you well. You know, my kid can be cool with you, but you can't come over our house. The young people are very observant of things. When they're with their parents and they go into a place uh, why people, st everybody's staring at them and they understand what's going on there. You know, when I'm out and about, I'm constantly looking around. And someone said to me, why are you always looking around? You know, you, you always seem like you're not focus, you're not paying attention. And I just thought back to, I always, since I was very young, I had so many people staring at me, right? So I would always be looking to see who's, who's looking at me. I was the one that'd be like, who are you looking at? You're rude. Like, you're rude, like, stop looking at us. My parents did a great job, you know, sitting us down and saying, look, you're going to get looks. People are going to treat you different. You're going to deal with racism. You're going to deal with prejudice. Uh, you're a black man. And same thing my sister, you're a black woman, right? You know, you people of color, understand it. Um, they prepared us. You're going to deal with some things, but you learn how to deal with it. Derek Jeter learned a valuable lesson over the past 12 months. It's called reality. When the Yankees drafted him, it was a dream come true. But then reality struck, and it hit him like a ton of bricks. I hated last year. Last year was, was terrible for me. Uh, Rookie league was was terrible. I was homesick. I didn't. I wasn't playing good. I was. It was just as bad as it could get. The man New York Yankee fans love to hate is back. George Steinbrenner returned to the Yankees today after a two and a half year suspension for hanging around with an admitted gambler. Steinbrenner says he's a new man that he'll be more patient with his players now. Meet the new boss. Maybe not the same as the old boss. When George returns, he was still a tyrant behind the scenes at times, but I think that Gene Michael learned how to manage George and keep the Yankees moving along in a way that they weren't able to in the 80s. I'd have gone through the wall for stick. The backbone he would show about standing up for what's right, when he knew it was right, that vision to project things down the road. Staying the course with them, that's hard. Derek and all these guys weren't good right out of the shoot. For the first time in my baseball career, I was at shortstop saying, please don't hit it to me. Um, and then sure enough, they hit it to you and you, I made another error. Hard, man. And I believed in myself, but you still don't know until you're in it. I was completely overmatched. You have to learn to deal with failure because it's something I never dealt with before. For the first time in his life, he's struggling as an athlete. He's not fielding well, he's not hitting well. Derek Jeter made 50-some errors his first year in A-ball. 56 errors, I think it was. 56 errors, man. Damn. That's hard to do. Intentionally, that's hard to do. I remember calling Brian Butterfield, the infield guy there. I go, Brian, uh, can this guy play shortstop? And every once in a while, you know, you go home and you go, you know, this is my job and my credibility. You know, are we, Stick, are we right about this? You know, uh, uh. 1037thebuzz.com. At long last, my dream come true. Blast the buzz at your desk at work or anywhere. We're live streaming, baby. Be consistent. It forces you to grow up quick. It forces you to look in the mirror and say, hey, man, am I cut out to do this? Am I willing to put in the work? Am I willing to put in the sacrifice? But it tests you. It was hard for him to make friends based on where he was drafted. People had a lot of jealousy, and it was difficult for him to trust people in that, in that setting. We decided to um, just go out, take him to dinner, and just make sure he stays with his work ethics and all of those things, because those were things that he was always willing to do. Being a number one pick, you couldn't ask for anything better, but that's all over and done. Now I'm here and I'm in the same position as everyone else. I gotta put up numbers and I gotta show I can uh, play at higher levels and move up. They're not just gonna move me because I'm a number one pick. If you've ever spent any time with him, you know he's he's mature beyond his years, and, um, and that came from his parents. He was so young, but yet so prepared. It was just a matter of gaining the experience to be able to work on his craft. I feel like I had a unique seat to watch Derek because I seen him come to camp right out of high school and then seeing him the following year 
and then the following year after that. And it's like, ooh, this dude picking it up right quick. I remember being in Fort Lauderdale, there's two backfields. And I don't know how we ended up back there together, and it just seemed like it was me and him, and it was getting late. You know, we were kind of standing there, and in the Yankee way, it's like you're always kind of moving. You don't ever just walk. And there's no one there because the team's not playing there. We get to the edge of the outfield, and Donnie looks at me and says, hey, we better run. He said, because you never know who's watching. That could be fans, that could be kids, right? I've heard some DiMaggio stories about you know, how he wanted to play great every day because he never knows who's seen him for the first time. But also there's a box with a blacked out window up there that held Mr. Steinbrenner. You couldn't see if he was up there or not. I'm like, probably ought to run. You never know who's watching. When George was away for two years, that allowed Gene Michael to operate without any kind of pressure. But I don't know if they take the step to championship level if George doesn't return. Because I think George added something in terms of the urgency. 94, things came together for the Yankees really well. I think that team was destined to go to the World Series. In 1994, New York sports is all about the Knicks making their run to the NBA Finals and the Rangers are winning the Stanley Cup. While all that is happening, there's a kid in the Yankee system who is blowing through the minor leagues. Derek Jeter just up from Double A Albany. And ricochets all the way into left field. Now Jeter's going to go for two, Dan. He will be in there. The 94 just all came together. Once you have some level of success, confidence level goes through the roof. I never saw Derek that much in the minor leagues. I would go to see Derek Jeter, and when I got there, they'd say, oh, he's moved up to the next team. You know, it was like looking at a thoroughbred horse that had been brought up in the bluegrass of Kentucky. He had the right stuff. Jeter drives his ball left field. This ball is way back, and that's why he's running through the Yankee farm system. We think he's a real fine talent, there's no question. At the end of 1994, Derek Jeter's the minor league player of the year. In 94, we, you can see it, man. We're there. We're playing. And then that, the strike happens. The remainder of the 1994 baseball season has been canceled in the baseball's darkest moments. There'll be no fall classic, no autumn magic. Say it ain't so, but we know it's so. You know, you remember when certain things, where you were when it happened? Well, I can remember when I saw Bud Selig say the season's off. I could not believe that we were actually going to do this. Like a lot of things in life, you um, anticipate something and fear that it's coming. Uh, there's an incredible amount of sadness. That tore your heart out because you knew you had that chance, and we had it going on. We had a nice ball club, but I think we were good enough to win. I don't know that we would have. It'll be sad. Uh, uh, even 20 years from now, we'll look back and we'll say that the Yankees had a nice team, but they didn't win anything. A before Now's the time to call Bathfitter to get a beautiful after. With our unique tub-over-tub process, there's no mess or stress. Spend smart on a beautiful new bath done right, backed by a lifetime warranty. Join over 2 million happy customers who know it just fits. Bathfitter. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. I don't like to spend a ton of time shopping, but I like to look good. For me, Poshmark makes that so easy. And whenever I get tired of something, I just relist it back on Poshmark. It's honestly a little addicting. Making some money I can spend, keep my wardrobe fresh. Introducing HelloFresh's new Fresh and Fit summer menu. Enjoy new calorie smart, protein smart, and vegan options. Eat well the easy way with our new Fresh and Fit summer menu. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TV17 and use code TV17 to get this Labor Day offer. Meet Away's iconic suitcases. Redesigned. Mix. Match. And look good everywhere. More color, more luggage, more travel. Away. Shop at AwayTravel.com. Show the world what it means to be a fan at Fanatics.com. The world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop 
shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. It's everywhere. Blue is the color of summer. The color of champions. A new era of tennis is here. And if you haven't felt the power of blue yet, you're about to. The U.S. Open continues through September 10th on ESPN. Are your headlights underperforming when you need them most? Are they cloudy and oxidized, making your car look bad? Stop wasting your time with solutions that don't last. Cerakote's Headlight Restoration Kit restores weathered headlights back to light new and keeps them that way for life. Cerakote's kit includes everything you need to go from this to this. Simply wipe away oxidation, give them a light sanding, and apply the ceramic coating. That's it. They'll restore clarity, look great, and are guaranteed to last. Oh, wow, yeah, the difference. Oh, that's crazy. Dang, that's crazy. It's like a whole new airplane. Cerakote is a crystal clear coating that bonds to the surface, repelling the elements, and is long-lasting with over 25,000 five-star reviews. I've been a detailer now for almost four decades. I've probably detailed about 25,000 cars. I've never come across a product that has the ease of use, the longevity, and the final result factor of Cerakote's Hillite Restoration Kit. Buy any of Cerakote's number one selling ceramic products for under $20 at these leading retailers today. Good evening. The clubs are delighted to announce we have accepted the union's unconditional offer to return to work. Rip to Tony Fernandez who dropped it and Tony may be hurt. And that's the throwing hand. From 95, my name was circulating in a lot of trade rumors. And I got a phone call from my manager, Billy Evers, early in the morning. And he says to me, are you up? I said, no, I'm not up. He said, well, splash some water on your face and come to your room. I thought I was being traded. And he came and knocked on my room. He said, congratulations, you're going to the big leagues. And I'll never forget that feeling, man. I mean, I'm going to Seattle. I had never been to Seattle before. This could be a very meaningful day in New York Yankees history because the minor league player of the year, Derek Jeter, will make his debut today for the Yankees at shortstop. Could be a memorable day. I mean, Yankee fans remember Mickey Mantle broke in at age 19. It's unbelievable, you know, really, it is. You sit up there and you see your son out there and you, you feel proud, you know, a little teary-eyed. Yankees are awfully high on that 20-year-old. He doesn't look as big as he was listed, 175. Takes the curveball. Ramirez there. Tossed to Martinez in time. Two down. He didn't have a great game, uh, you know. I don't think he got a hit that night, you know, really. <laughs> but they're making a difference. Then to spend some time with him after walking around like crazy looking for a, a restaurant and looked like every place we went it was closed and then we end up at mcdonald's sitting down there eating just talking that was my first big league meal was eating at mcdonald's sure we talked about the game and i think he was over five that night you know <laughs> yeah i don't remember verbatim but i know he talked about not being too happy about that. You know, I went 0 for 5, and you're worried about, man, am I going to send me down? Here's the kid, Derek Jeter, hunting for his first major league hit. And sending a base hit into left, and now put that ball back in the Yankee dugout. He and Alex Rodriguez ought to have fun playing against each other at shortstop for years and years. I got my first hit, and Tino was there. Uh, and he got the first base, I just said congratulations. Uh, uh, many, many more to come. I'm sure that'll be the first of a lot of hits for that brilliant young infield. As of Friday, a rash of baseball trades as the deadline approaches. Yes, and uh, the Coneheads in New York will be very happy about this. Cone and Sierra will join the Yankees Saturday. I'm going to be a Conehead. I'm going to be a Conehead. Geez, we just went out and got David Cone. Kind of fired a little salvo in the clubhouse. Hey, we're going for this. Are you? You want to be part of it? Let's go. When I joined them, they were they were struggling. I was so ready to be traded to the Yankees. I wanted it so badly at that point in my career. There's something about New York that gets in your blood. And those six years with the Mets, you know, I missed it. I missed that stimulation, the excitement. Now the one-two. Got off to a great start. The team started to turn it around. There was also kind of a rallying cry. One of the best players in the game had never been in postseason, Don Mattingly. knew it was my last year, you know, 99% sure this is it for me. And I'm like, dude, we got to win every day. 
And I remember just talking to him. Like every day. We're going to win every day. Every day. The fans love him here in New York, and he is the captain of the Yankees. It was intense. We had an incredible run down the stretch, and we knew that that was the first year of the wild card. So we had another avenue to make the playoffs. Yankees hadn't been in the postseason a long time, and every game was meaningful. So we're there, but we didn't play. We were fans seeing the dugout tell the truth. Robbie caught a backhand up the middle and threw it behind his back. Behind the back of the course. We jumped like, whoa, and then we look, and everybody's looking at us. And we slowly but surely sat back down, didn't say a word the rest of the game. I only had one at bat. I hit a double in my only at bat in September. Jeter sends one toward the gap, deep to right field. Going back, going back. Derek Jeter making the most of this chance. We're like, hey, no, wait, wait a minute. Leave that kid in the game a little. I want to see a little bit more of him. That, that was my first impression was, ah, don't take him out. Randy Doerr hits it to Fernandez. He goes to second for the fourth. And the New York Yankees have won the 1995 first ever wild card. And for the 35th time in baseball history, Yankee Stadium will play host to a postseason game. The 1995 Division Series featuring these New York Yankees. Jeter was not on the active roster in 95, but he was in uniform. For me as a player, it helped to actually be there on the bench during the 95 postseason, even though I couldn't play, just to see the atmosphere. They have a full house here at Yankee Stadium, the Seattle... I told him, I said, listen, if I hear you guys are running streets here in New York, you're going to take your ass back to instructional league. Derek told me later they didn't leave the hotel room for two weeks. They loved it so much, they didn't want to mess it up. And a lot of people tell you that's the loudest they've ever heard Yankee Stadium, the most emotion in a stadium. Can't top it. The energy in that building was incredible. I can't even explain how good that felt. Like running onto the field, and I actually felt fast, like running. <laughs> and if anybody's watching me play, I'm not fast. Knowing that this is it, and it was like, just lay it out there. 3-1. Mattingly, please hit right field. Yankees take the lead. I know Derek was... I don't think he's on that roster, but he, I know he was there. You know, if you don't get something out of that group in 95 and that fight, it's the best kind of baseball you could ever play. 2-1 Sierra, deep right field, way back, goodbye, Ruben, Sierra. Two strikes, two down, two on, struck him out, Yankee win. Derek Jeter is 21 years old. He's had a couple of cups of coffee in the major leagues. As guys score and stuff, Jeter is up. This one by Mattingly. Oh, hang on to the roof. Goodbye, home run. Mattingly. Congratulating guys as they come on the bench like he's in the front of the line. 2-1. Oh, yeah, tie game. Paul O'Neill. Goodbye into the night of New York. If it's any better than this, I don't know where you have to go. 2 on. Ruben Sierra. Swung on. Continues to fall here at Yankee Stadium. Fly ball, right field. Maybe. It could be. Back at the wall. Goodbye, homer. The Yankees win. Jim Larris, a two-run homer in the 15th inning. Yankees win 7-5. to five. I thought we were going to win the series when we were up 2-0. And it never occurred to me that we, that we would lose. And I remember Lou Pinella that night walking through the plane and just smiling. And, you know, he said, hey, hey, guys, great games, great games. You know, stay. You like playing football? I love playing football. Great. I love sports. And I hear you the best, buddy. Oh, there's no playing in baseball. 1037 The Buzz. Play ball. To go to Cleveland any more than George Steinbrenner. If they lose, could be devastating. There could be a lot of changes on that ball court. The stakes that were on the line, you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders.
in the tying run. Buck Showalter took me out of that game. The first guy to greet me was Terry Jeter, of all people. And I kind of blew him off, I think. Yeah, yeah, whatever, kid. You know, and I walked straight to the clubhouse. I grabbed a white towel. Like a 12-year-old little leaguer, I buried my face in the towel and bawled my eyes out. And at that point, you're at the mercy of the rest of the game. On to the 11th inning. Base hit. Kelly coming around. He's going to score. Yankees lead it now. The Yankees. Three outs away from Cleveland. It is up to McDowell. It's just one of those gut punches. The feeling is going to stay with you forever. And it's not a good one when you lose. As I was coming off the field, I remember walking on the bench and Derek was like totally pissed off. Even though he didn't play in the game, it's almost like, okay, all right, all right. This is what it feels like, this is what it's like. It's almost like I don't want to have that feeling ever again. I mean, it ain't fun watching. I enjoy myself watching. Yeah, it's a great seat, but I had the same view as everyone in the front row. I want to play, I want to compete. I've never been around a more devastated clubhouse. People were crying, literally. Grown men were, were crying. Couldn't have a worse plane ride. Jack McDowell and I were just drowning our sorrows. I think we had a bottle of whiskey. Dodd Manley came down, nuzzled in between both of us and put his arms around us and said, thank you. Thank you for at least getting me there. I finally can say I got a taste of it. I know I'm probably not trying to play again. So, I mean, you think about that, you're kind of, your career's over. At that point, ends in a bad way. You grow from pain. For me, that was so pure of a group that played hard and wanted to win so bad that if you didn't see that, like, you weren't getting anything from it. And I'm glad that some of our young players were here who didn't get to play, but I brought them along on the trip just so they can experience the thrill of what it's like. Seeing it prepared me for the next year. That's where my mind went. Okay, how am I going to help us? What's the fate of Buck Showalter? What's the fate of Gene Michael? Can you address those? It, it's difficult to address that now. I mean, this, this is a very difficult time. Everybody is very down, and uh, I'm not even going to talk about that. We'll, we'll start looking at everything tomorrow. Mr. Steinberg wanted to fire four of my coaches, and uh, I couldn't keep my credibility and my respect in the clubhouse with the players if I allowed him to get rid of four coaches. You know, my dad had told me that at some point in your life you were going to have to, you know, plant your feet and make a stand. And I didn't, he said, you'll know when it is. And that was one of those moments. And it was painful. God, I didn't want to leave. Um, you know, he kind of forced my hand. You know, stick moved on. 